In this country, if you're eccentric and a billionaire, you either kill a wrestler or you run for president. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Hammer Time 1987 podcast, the podcast where all we do is win. And yes, that quote that I just read to you is not from Donald Trump. It's from another billionaire who ran for president. His name was Ross Perot. Ross Perot recently passed away. Uh, Some of you may have voted for him. Others of you maybe weren't born. But Ross Perot's run for president in 1992 really cracked open the door for Donald Trump's candidacy in 2016 in a lot of interesting and fascinating ways. So let's get right into this. So Perot makes his billions in the computer industry. He originally works for IBM. He's successful there. In fact, he uh, is given a sales quota at the start of the year, and he finished it within two weeks. Uh, So he was quite the uh, successful and eccentric salesman. But he goes to IBM and has different ideas and says, hey, I want to not only sell hardware, but what about software? And IBM kind of laughs at him. And so Ross Perot says, hey, screw you. I'm going to do my own thing. And he becomes a billionaire with some of his computer software systems. But in 1992, he decides to run for president. And here is his platform. He says that NAFTA, which is a North American free trade agreement between Mexico, the United States, and Canada, is a bad trade deal. Uh, In fact, he says during a famous debate that we're going to hear a giant sucking sound with U.S. jobs being sucked out and being sent to Mexico. Donald Trump said that the North American Free Trade Agreement was one of the worst trade deals that we've ever had. Ross Perot said that Washington politicians were essentially corrupt because they were a puppet for special interests, and Ross Perot said that he would not take any money from special interests. Donald Trump said that Washington is the swamp and that uh, the swamp is filled with swamp creatures and that all of his Republican opponents and Hillary Clinton were, yes, puppets of the special interests. Ross Perot had a very interesting way that he was able to get media attention, which was that he went on Larry King Live and he wouldn't just go for a five-minute interview. He would spend 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 60 minutes with Larry King, essentially uh, broadcasting himself to the world uh, by answering Larry's questions, but it was almost a free infomercial for himself. And candidates at that time really didn't do that. Wouldn't you know, Donald Trump, he did something unique too. He used Twitter, particularly Twitter, to uh, broadcast his campaign Uh, In many ways, Donald Trump weaponized Twitter to go after political opponents and to respond to attacks from the media. I think think everyone, whether you like Donald Trump or not, would acknowledge that his use of Twitter is pretty revolutionary. Perot was also a guy who spoke big. Ross Perot said that he could solve the national debt without working up a sweat. Donald Trump said that trade wars are easy to win. And did you know that Donald Trump is not the first candidate to really hate the media? 
Ross Pro said that the media was trying to ruin his daughter's wedding. And for a time, Ross Pro actually dropped out of the 1992 campaign uh, in protest of the media and in protest of what he believed um, the, the political system was unfair to him because it was difficult for him to get on the ballot in all 50 states. And of course, we know that Donald Trump has come up with things such as fake news and alternative facts. And perhaps the most important legacy is this, which is the electoral legacy. Ross Perot did extremely well in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Wisconsin, Minnesota. And wouldn't you know, in 2016, the reason that Donald Trump is president of the United States is he was able to win Ohio and Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Those same voters that were very much attracted to Ross Perot's message were also attracted to Donald Trump's message. Now, here's the big difference between the two men. As much as Ross Perot did extremely well as a third-party candidate, he was a third-party candidate. He ran under the Reform Party as an independent bid for the presidency. Donald Trump decided to run as a Republican. He hijacked the Republican Party and Trump said, I'm not going to run as an independent because I know that I can't really win that way. I have to run as either a Republican or a Democrat. And so Trump, I think, learned the lesson of Ross Perot that said, you can't really run an independent bid and win. You have to be under one of the big party banners. So, uh, so there you have the legacy of Ross Perot. You can see, you can draw the squiggly line from 1992 to 2016 and see what, what an influence Perot was, not only on Trump, but really on all American politics. Uh, Ross Perot was really the first guy who was not scripted, uh, who, who wasn't really afraid to say what he thinks. And that certainly uh, has had impact on our politics today. All right, now I started off this podcast with a quote from Ross Perot. Why don't I end a quote from Ross Perot? Here it is. Ross Perot said, Most people give up just when they're about to achieve success. They quit on the one-yard line. They give up at the last minute of the game, one foot from a winning touchdown. Solid advice from Ross Perot. Rest in peace as he passed away this past week. All right, so if you're getting some value out of this podcast, maybe you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes, Podbean, Facebook, whatever platform you have to be, happen to be listening to. And I do appreciate all of you who are listening and are sending love my way. I send my love right back to you. All right, that's it for me. Go enjoy the beautiful weather. And we'll see you next time on the Hammer Time 1987 podcast.